Hello and welcome to the first of my podcasts. My name is Keith Marlowe and I head up the Risk Management Division at Centaur Insurance. I have over 35 years experience in managing risk, gained primarily in the insurance industry and have assessed fire risk and safety procedures for hundreds of clients in that time. Today's podcast is about fire safety and the changing legal landscape around it. You only have to cast your mind back to the Grenfell tragedy to know how important fire safety is. Thankfully, since then, things are improving. And in this podcast, I hope to give you a short overview of the Fire Safety Act 2021, what the implications are and your responsibilities because of it. Let's start with some good news. Legislation in the form of the Fire Safety Bill was introduced in March 2020 to try and ensure that what happened at Grenfell is not repeated. It was made law in April of this year, and whilst it is actually relatively a short piece of legislation, it will have significant implications for organisations that are involved in assessing and ensuring fire safety risks. If this responsibility falls under your remit, then keep listening. It's worth noting that the Act only applies to England and Wales, There is separate legislation in place in Scotland and Northern Ireland, which is not covered in this podcast. The Fire Safety Bill amends the Regulatory Reform Fire Safety Order 2005, also known as the FSO, specifically with the intention of improving fire safety in multi-occupancy domestic premises. So what's new and what should you be aware of? This new Act extends the provisions of the existing Fire Safety Order and requires that the fire risk assessment must now include the structure, external walls of the building, for example cladding, balconies, external doors and windows, and common parts of the building to include internal doors that separate residential accommodation from common parts. What you need to know. The new Act has far-reaching consequences, not only for high-rise residential properties, but to all multi-occupied residential properties. The height of the building is not a factor as to whether this Act applies to you. Some estimates put those properties that will be affected at an eye-watering 1.7 million. I'll let that figure sink in. That's 1.7 million properties that could be affected by this new legislation. To complicate matters, there's no date as yet for when this Act comes into force. So if you are a building owner or property manager, in fact anyone that is classified as the responsible person, you'll need to start considering what you can do now to be prepared for these changes. You'll notice that I use the term responsible person. So what does that actually mean? The concept of responsible person has been around for a while, over 15 years in fact, and was introduced by the Fire Safety Order in 2005, still remains in place today. Under the new legislation, the responsible person still has all the responsibility of assessing and managing fire risks, but they now also have a duty to reduce the fire risks posed by the external walls of the building and from the individual doors opening onto the common parts of the premises. It's also worth mentioning that there may be more than one responsible person assigned to a building, so there will be instances where a collaborative approach is required. Failure to comply with the duties and responsibilities, including the extended fire risk assessments, may result in enforcement by the fire and rescue authorities. So what next? 
The Act introduces the concept of risk-based guidance, which supports a proportionate approach towards assessing risk. This guidance, catchily entitled PAS 9980 Fire Risk Appraisal and Assessment of External Wall Construction and Cladding of Existing Blocks of Flats Code of Practice, is due for publication in September 2021, so I'm hoping time will be given to digest the new guidance before the Act is brought into force. You may remember earlier I mentioned that the responsible person or persons will now have the additional duty of reducing the fire risks posed by the external walls of the buildings. This could involve time-consuming invasive checks, particularly where the composition of external cladding is unknown and is likely to impact significantly on the role of the responsible person. It may be preferable in some instances to consider appointing a competent fire risk assessor to aid this task. And to muddy the waters even further, it is unclear who will cover the costs of these extended assessments and the remedial works that may result from them, such as the removal and replacement of external cladding. No guidance on this is provided in the new Act, and there are concerns that it may be the leaseholders who end up footing the bill, but nothing has been confirmed yet. There are other new developments to fire safety on the horizon. The recommendations from the Grenfell Tower inquiry will help to shape fire safety in the future. A new piece of legislation coming soon, the Building Safety Bill, is expected to introduce the new concept of accountable person for properties over six storeys, whose remit may include lift inspections and reviews of evacuation plans under a new piece of draft legislation, and will also establish a new national role of building safety regulator. Again, nothing has been confirmed so watch or rather listen to this space for more updates. If you have any comments or questions, then please drop me an email at kdm at centaur.co.uk or call me on 020-7330-8756 on my mobile 07568 146 606.